Today we're looking at The Night Before, a 2015 American Christmas comedy stoner film directed by Jonathan Levine. The film stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie as three childhood friends who annually reunite on Christmas Eve in search of the best party in New York City. Guys, I don't want to alarm you, but there are only three episodes left, and this is one of them. Oh, shit, bruv. Guys, I don't want to alarm you, but there's a dinosaur in my living room. Oh, no. I don't, I don't want to alarm you, but I'm not going to be on any of the episodes tomorrow. Your favourite's not going to come up. <gasps> what? Oh, my God! This is terrible news! <laughs> and unfortunately for everybody else, I won't be here on, New- on Christmas Eve. Unfortunately. Guys, I, I don't want... Um. <laughs> wow. Um, guys, I don't want to alarm you, but after Christmas, I'm not going to be here. Ah. Because the on. podcast won't be going anymore. Um, oh, this is the worst news I've ever heard. I thought, yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, this bit has run its course. How are we going, everybody? Yeah, good. Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, good morning, Mr. I... Broderick. <laughs> Thank you. You mean good well, night? Oh, yeah, that, that's very true. Um, Why so be I a guess... downer, Amy? What? Why be a downer? So tomorrow. I'm just being correct. <laughs> is tomorrow Christmas? <laughs> no, tomorrow is not Christmas Eve. No. Thursday is Christmas right, Eve. Right. What? Thursday's Christmas Eve, so tomorrow would be the night before. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas yeah. Eve, It's Eve. Christmas Eve, Eve. Did all of you just miss the pun I made in reference <laughs> to the title of the movie? Well, after tonight. <laughs> I just said so tomorrow would be the night before. Oh, my God. Oh. As in the movie that we... Fuck, cut. Hello, Perth. We've been doing the this for weeks, The movie that we watched Josh. this evening. We've been doing this for weeks. And you still haven't caught on. No. Um, this evening, we watched The Night Before. Uh, a Seth Rogen, James Franco, uh, stoner-inspired film. Uh, let's go around the room. What do we think of the film, guys? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what everyone else thought, but I thought it was just a... A good movie just to sit down and watch and not think about shit. So, and everyone likes those types of movies, apart from Luke. But yeah, it was a really good movie. Wow, wow. <laughs> a lot of assumptions there. We're starting early tonight. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, Maddie, Maddie, what did you think of the movie? I really liked the movie. I've watched the movie before, but this time around, and I think it's because we've been watching quite a few Christmas movies this month, but I picked up on all of the references. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that too. Me too, me too. Is referenced in this movie, and we can talk about it later, but it was brilliant. I was searching for more references the whole way through. Um, I really like the message behind it as well because I think it's quite relevant at this stage in my life. Um and yeah, I just thought it was a cool movie to just chill out to and watch. Nice, nice. What do you I think? I do of like the movie? Joseph Gordon-Levitt as well. He's though. So. He's fantastic, isn't he? Um, Luke, what do you think of the movie, mate? I liked it. Um, uh, yeah, I really liked it. I thought that the um, the message of the movie was very much. You talked about last night about a Christmas for a modern era in Last Christmas. 
I think this is what Maddie was alluding to is very similar in like our circle and around our age. We're trying to find new family and new traditions and don't want to give up the old ones. And, and I, it, it hit a lot more close to the home than I thought it would, weirdly. Mm. Um, and For sure. Like, there was some like cringe comedy in this movie where I was like, I'm not usually the best with cringe comedy. It's kind of a, I don't like to get cringy. So it's sort of like, ooh. But, I yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. I love all the, the actors in this movie. It was very, very well casted, I thought. Yeah, look, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with everyone's sentiments there. I think it was uh, a nice, easy watch. A whole bunch of references which made it really enjoyable to watch. Um, and I also thought it had a bit of, like, a really good message to it too. So, I, I mean, overall, I think it was a good film. Um just quickly, Amy, did you just fall asleep? No. <laughs> it looks like you just lied I'm listening. Down. <laughs> I'm listening. To <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's start off because definitely something that we've all picked up on is that this film pays homage to a whole bunch of Christmas movies. What I think we should do as a fun activity is take it in turns one by one to see if we can list oh. off a movie reference. Yes. Let's do it. So let's go in the order on my camera. So that's Amy, Maddie, Luke, and then me. All right. So let's see how many movies we can we can remember. Okay. Is it me first? Yeah. Christmas Carol. Yes. Because yeah. past, present, future. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, when Seth Rogen realizes his wife is going to labor and he goes, ah, like Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and also, no. When he throws it. down the um, when she throws down the toys as well. That's yeah. a, and she does re- reference herself as one of the wet bandits. Yeah, so, she does. Yeah. Um, my pick was gonna be um, it's a wonderful life because he gets his wings at the end and flies yep. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You've run out, haven't you, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the wet bandits thing, and then Luke had well, two. Well, she she could also be considered the Grinch as well. Yeah, she. Well, was yeah, she did call her herself the Grinch. Grinch several times. She also fell off the roof like Hans Gruber in Die Hard, which we haven't explored as a Christmas movie, but I think that's definitely a next season um, um, watch. Christmas themed movies. The the piano scene. Um, from the, is it is it big? I don't know what it's from. What's that Tom yeah, Hanks? Yeah, it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, with Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah. Um, was the train referencing like the Polar Express? Probably. Oh no! I actually did think of a real one though. Um, the when they came across the sleigh in the street, I felt yes. that was very "I'll be home for Christmas." Um, I'm trying to think of. More stuff. I think there's probably more, but we just I think there's loads. Watched them. It'd be interesting to go online and see how many Christmas like references were in this movie. Yeah. Uh, um. There was the um. There was the the blood going into her drink. That was What's one because it references um, COVID. <laughs> oh, I ticked that off early. Well done, Josh. Yeah, you were welcome. Um, yeah, I thought that was that was a twenty twenty reference. That one. Um, all right, so let's let's talk a bit more about the type of movie this is. So this is 
that kind of Seth Rogen, James Franco stoner-esque comedy, I think I would label it as. What do we think of it as a Christmas film? Um, we know that Seth Rogen and James Franco, they do these types of movies a lot and they're usually fairly consistent. They follow the same kind of formula. There's a bit of heart, but it's usually fairly funny, a whole bunch of swearing, hijinks, all that stuff. How does that work in the context of a Christmas movie? What do you guys think? Um, I think it was good. I think it was just a a modern take of Christmas. Like you said to after me, Josh, after the movie, Josh said to me, do people actually go out on Christmas Eve? Like, is that a thing? Should we do that? Yeah, people I like, do. I don't know if that's an American thing or not. No, I've got um, one of my workmates. I was talking to him and the first thing he actually asked me was, one, could I go out before, like, because he's, he's from overseas. Um, and he said, oh, could I go out in New Year's Eve? I'm like, yeah, you can. And then he asked me, oh, do people usually go out for Christmas? I'm thinking, that usually doesn't happen. He said, oh, yeah, in India, people do go out during Christmas. Yeah, but that's India. Yeah, I know. But But I'm... Of course they don't... Of course they go out because they don't celebrate Christmas. Do we... uh, Is there a contingency of people in Australia that go out on Christmas Eve? I think there could be. There must be, right? I, I would imagine, like, in the situation like the movie, I imagine there'd be a lot of people that say maybe can't go and see their family. Maybe that's something they do on Christmas Day. They go out, they have a rager. You know, people do it for New Year's. So, Well, I know New Year's is for a celebration, but there are people who do would could possibly do that. I mean, I wouldn't be able to if I had to do Christmas the next day. <laughs> yeah, but like, there are people yeah. that are quite... Um, yeah. Club ready. So I'd rather get messy on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's better. <laughs> hey, who says you have to go to sleep in between? <laughs> That's um, true. <laughs> just uh, all nighter. Yeah, exactly. All just nighter pull through a, Christmas. Pull oh. a big shift. Um, uh, Amy, what do you think? Do you think that, like, how Christmassy is this film? Was a stoner comedy? How Christmassy did you, did you think this film was? I feel like it was it was pretty Christmassy. Like I feel like the messages behind it worked and everything. So yeah, I thought it was pretty Christmassy. Yeah, Luke, what do you think? I think it was pretty Christmassy as well. I think because this movie at the start sets up the fact that Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't have a family, so his friends are his family for Christmas. So that's why when you know the way they act is the way that you know real true friends act when somebody say is not doing too well they have real concerns they want to tell them hey we want, we're thinking that you need to do this this and this like the what the dynamic of the friends is very much like a family so when they come together for like christmas every christmas eve every year it's one to sort of not think about the Joseph Gordon-Levitt's parents who passed away, but also, you know, for him to have someone there for Christmas because he goes over to their place for Christmas and that becomes his new family. Yeah. So I, I think it has a lot of the Christmas themes, especially modern Christmas themes, really worked down quite well. For sure. Um, something I want to touch on and, and something that Maddie alluded to earlier is I guess the, the sense of of kind of finding yourself... Um, kind of transitioning from old traditions to new traditions, a part of growing up and, and you know, finding what it means to have a family and, and how friendships and, and other people sit within that world. 
do you all think that as a message, like, like, what do you think the Christmas message is in this film? Is it about friends and family? Like, what do you think the message is? I think the message is that as time goes on, obviously we get older and we start getting busier um, and traditions that were once were tend to fall off and like, you know, die out and it's okay for that to happen because you can have new ones and they're going to be just as memorable as the old ones. And it's not a sad transition. It's a time of looking back and having those happy memories but also making new ones is what I got from it anyway. I think it's also thinking about... uh, It's a movie about thinking about everyone, um, no matter who they are, and and also not being afraid to to try something new. Christmas is a very nostalgia and tradition-based holiday, so it's good sometimes to start new traditions and let go of some of the old ones. I think it's also the fact of it's like... No matter what traditions you make, no matter what you do, you're always going to have your friends. Yeah. yeah. Friends are the more, most important thing. Yeah. Like Amy said. Yeah. It's, yeah. I tend to agree with all of you. I think definitely the message shows that, um, you know, it's, you know, friends are your family and, and, you know, traditions might change, but it's the people you spend those traditions with that make the holidays what they are. Um, I want to talk about maybe my favourite scene in the movie. Um, <laughs> was was Seth Rogen's character with the the slow setup throughout the whole movie, uh, him being Jewish, um, and <laughs> the his his good friend, um, one of the uh, football players being known as the Messiah, and then accidentally stabbing the Messiah uh, <laughs> through the hand and crucifying the Jew, crucifying the Messiah. I thought that setup was perfect. Oh, it was great. That <laughs> whole party, especially the party scene at the end, where they're starting to introduce all of these cameos, and it was quite quite well done. And I knew James Franco was going to be in there somewhere. He had to pop up at some point. I I I feel like I should have known, and I can't believe I didn't put two and two together when they were texting James. <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> it's some very sensitive information, right? Oh, <laughs> just him and Seth Rogen together is hilarious. I don't They're know. Best mates, so like best of best mates. They're in every movie together. Mm. Um, do you think that of all the comedy Christmas movies we've watched, is this the funniest? Is it funny? What do we think? I'm trying to think of the comedy movies we watched. <laughs> Because a lot of Christmas comedies aren't comedy comedies, right? I think it was funny for an American film. I don't think it topped something like Nativity. Mm, Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I think this one is also because it is a different type of comedy film too. Like it's a scone comedy. It's a bit more adult as a Christmas movie. Yeah. And this movie was a bit more creative with its like comedy, so to speak. Like they had a lot of points where they could have included new different things. Um, it was a bit more free, and I think with some of the other comedy films we've watched, I can probably think of a couple that are comedies where I think they fell a bit flat because the comedy wasn't it wasn't different than some. They they were too similar. Um, 
like Daddy's Home and Deck the Halls are two that come to mind for me anyway. Where their their comedy is so similar, like Christmas hijinks and like that kind of gets boring when you've watched National Lampoon as well. And there's a is couple it, of movies where it's is the that difference that this isn't a family movie. Yes, I think so. Mm. But yeah. it's not a family movie. And it's movie. also modern as well. Yeah. Probably. I like that we've watched kind of two modern movies in a row after quite a few older movies. Yeah. Um, because it's mm. nice to see such a difference, like how modern. As all right, as a pre like a like a kind of just a quick glance. I don't think there's any more modern movies really left on this list. I think the the two that we've watched today and yesterday are the most recent films across the list. With Santa with Muscles and and Love Actually being our final two, mm-hmm. um, where they're not super new. Do you have a preference? In the style of movie, like, like, would you say that pre-2000 or post-2000 Christmas movies are better? Are you talking in reference to comedy movies or just No, Christmas I'm talking movies in, in Christmas movies. Would you say that pre, across the 22 movies that we've watched so far, 23, 22, whatever that number is, across the 22 movies that we've watched so far, do you reckon the movies made before the 2000s or after the 2000s are better? Uh, I reckon I'd say, I mean, I feel like the movies that have come before the 2000s, a lot of them have focused a lot more on the major Christmas themes, which may have uh, made me feel more Christmassy than the recent ones. So maybe from that sense, I'd probably say before the 2000s. But then a lot of the recent movies that we've watched, like yesterday's movie, I really enjoyed. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Maddie, what, do you, what would you say? Does your preference lie with pre-2000s or post-2000s movies? I'm saying post-2000s because that's what I grew up watching. Does that make sense? Like I think for mm. everyone it's going to be different, obviously, because we have our own preference of what our favourite movies are. We've all grown up watching different movies. My, like like I've, already, I've said it from the start, my penultimate is Christmas at the Cranks, but that's because I grew up watching it. You know what I mean? I haven't grown up watching Frosty or the the original Grinch or anything like that. So I think my allegiance lies with, like, more modern movies. What about you, Josh? I I think that... So my exposure to Christmas movies before doing this has actually been quite minimal. And if I think about the movies that I've enjoyed the most across the journey, Nativity, Last Christmas, um, Christmas with the Cranks, Elf... They kind of sit in that post-2000. And, I, and, and potentially it is, like Maddie said, maybe they're the movies that kind of were around when I was younger. Um, whereas, like, you know, those things from the 80s and stuff I only watched at a later time and maybe yeah. that, that's where the difference lies. But, yeah, I don't know. Luke, do you get, what do you reckon, mate? Do you pre or post? If you had to blanket it, and there's no right or wrong answer. I, I All right. I'm going to go with the Maddie idea where it's... If I was going purely on... Like, I was more privy to movies that were before the 2000s when it comes to Christmas movies. Mum, being such a big Christmas fan, I sort of, you know, adopted a lot of her... The movies. Like, all the movies I chose probably were all... Maybe... Actually, I think all the movies I chose probably would have been before the 2000s. I don't think I chose any movie that was after Wait. the 2000s. Correct. Mm. 
Yeah, you, yeah, I don't think you did. So I think that's that might be yeah. your answer. Yeah, I would prefer I prefer the stuff beforehand, and I think the my only reason for that is is one nostalgia, but two, I think a lot of the really classic Christmas movies are before that time. Is it? It's some sort of shift that happened with Christmas movies from like the mid two thousands onwards. Hmm. If we were characters from this movie, who would we be? I'm Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and the only reason I say that is I can't make decisions. Um, I am also make excuses a lot, <laughs> um, and I depend on my friends a lot of the time, and I want to be around my friends all the time if I can, like you guys. Oh, yeah. sweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Um. I think that Maddie, you are hmm, Mindy Kaling. I was going to say I'm James Franco and you are Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> Done. That's yeah, so true. Yes, that's <laughs> so true. <laughs> Amy, you would be. Does that make Amy Diane? <laughs> Joseph Amy's Gordon Miley Lewis. Cyrus. She is Miley Cyrus, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're Miley Cyrus, Amy. I have a question. It, it, this is just more about the themes of the movie. But um, did you guys, because we're all roughly the around the same period of time, like age-wise, where we're sort of growing away from family and we're living, we're starting to live away from home and we're developing new traditions and stuff, did, the, did this movie hit you in a way that like you felt like you could connect to the characters a bit more or did you sort of not feel that sort of connection because for me I felt that like trying that confused trying to figure out what to do during the holiday season I found that quite poignant for me um I mean I definitely did like I I found it relatable like you know my family usually do something Christmas morning and Christmas lunch and this being my first year out of home, you know, me and Josh are doing Christmas and I'm not being able to spend Christmas with my family. So it was that thinking of like, oh, like this is a new tradition. You know what I mean? This is, we're starting our own traditions and we're moving away from the old. So yeah, I could definitely relate. I think that, I think that the the way that I viewed the tradition and the the kind of message of the movie is a bit different for me because I think I've been... I'm very cynical when it comes to Christmas. Um, and especially before this experiment, um, I don't think I really thought of Christmas that way. I think I, I think I saw it more as a burden or a, you know, something that has to be done every year. But I think watching these stories and, and you know, making yourself give Christmas a bit of a go. Um, but yeah, I just I just think that Christmas is a is a is a time of Kind of coming together as a family and and being at an age now where you know growing up and moving away from my own family and starting my own family and traditions and friends and all that stuff. What? What's this best on your own family? I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, not been told about this. <laughs> but yeah, that's I. I definitely see it's a bit <laughs> different. <laughs> what do you think, Amy? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we did kind of do what we kind of did what they did the other day, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 
So I guess you are right. But then at the same time, I'm still at home. So I'm still doing the exact same thing every single year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but it's interesting yeah. to think about because, like, we're all going to have to get to that point where we start new traditions. And because, like, the thing we did this year was our first time doing a fam- friend slash family Christmas thing together. And this project has been also a good way of getting us kind of thinking about Christmas. And I'm the same as you, Josh. I'm, I sort of see Christmas as it should happen once a year and that's it. You shouldn't have to celebrate it at all during the holiday, during December and you should only celebrate it during Christmas. But doing this project, it's sort of getting me thinking of like, well, no, you can, as long as it's not too much all the time, you can, Grinch you know. much. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can like enjoy a little bit of it over over the holiday, over you know however many days, and then when you get to to Christmas, then you can go all out, get all of that out of your system, and yeah. then you know get ready right. for next year. Yeah, definitely. All right, Manny, throwing at you, mate. Go for it. Absolutely. How many Christmas hats would we give this out of ten, guys? I'll start with Luke. I'm gonna give this a seven. Thought it was it's a good movie. Um, I I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I, like, I have really nothing else to say. It's one of those, I'd, I'd like to watch this movie again at some point. I think they'll probably cr- pick up more of the Christmas theme, uh, Christmas references and that sort of stuff. Um, and this is a movie that you could probably watch, um, every year or every two years or whatever during Christmas. Nice. Very nice. What about you, Amy? Uh, I reckon I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. I thought it was a pretty good movie and I enjoyed it. Short and sweet. <laughs> Love that. What about you, Josh? Uh, I'm I'm in the middle. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Um, same. There's not a lot to say about this. It's a good movie. Makes you laugh. It's like Amy said at the start. It's something you can put on and just wipe your brain off. So yeah, it's good. I'm also giving it a seven point five. Oh, there you go. Yep, basically what you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Luke, do you have a question? Another question for us. I do, I do have a question. Um, so I was thinking the other day when I was thinking of these questions, we had watched. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was one with elves in it. I thought, if you were an elf, what would your elf name be, and what type of toy would you create? In it Santa's would be workshop? Madeline Cook because that's my name. Legolas. Legolas. <laughs> I think that's the wrong type of elf, my friend. Elrond. I think I'd be ask because that's my initials. Why not? Ask. <laughs> You're saying ass? Ask. <laughs> yeah, A double S? No, A S K. Ass? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Maddie, your name would be Bling Blung the Blingo Elf. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so right, and I would make dildos. Alright. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's a type of toy. I would make those, you people. know those really shit Velcro <laughs> di- things that you put in your hand and you throw the tennis ball and they yes, get stuck to them? they're not shit, they're the best. No, 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 they're good, but I would make the really shit ones that you get from $2 stores that the Velcro doesn't work properly. And, the, and it falls oh, apart. And all the Velcro it comes, comes off, off the hand. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it comes yeah. off. That's what yeah. I would make. I thought when you were saying Velcro, I thought you were going to go with, like, dad shoes no. with Velcro. My name would be, like... That's not really... What's, like, like, a shifty... Like, what's a mechanic's name? Like a... 
Hey, um, my name's Jay. Ryan. Jay. <laughs> I'm Jay the Elf. JD. JD, don't touch it. <laughs> no, JV. J but J. Did you forget um, his last name? <laughs> Did that just something happen? Well, I don't know. Amy, what's your elf name and what would you make? She said her name would be Ask. Sorry, Ask. Well, what would you make then? Why don't you ask her? I'd make those shit worm things. You know those little yes. fluffy worms that, that <laughs> yes. have like the string and then you yes. have to like... <laughs> so good. Go. I would make Polly Pocket clothes. <laughs> and then they'd eat them. <laughs> 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 I don't no, you have to don't. make them edible, Maddie. That would be oh, the best. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. Edible? Did you not listen to that podcast? I reckon, <laughs> I reckon my dog ate a fair whack of clothes from Polly. <laughs> oh, dear. I know you guys were chewing on them, but if you were going to make them edible, then that would have to go through a whole They're, bunch she's of She's an elf. She can do whatever stuff. the fuck she wants. It's magic. <laughs> Magic. Would would you have? That means she would have to go up to Santa. It's like Santa, try these. No, Are they good? I don't need his fucking permission. Fuck the yeah. patriarchy. Josh, do you have a fuck boys joke for us? Hold on, I haven't oh, said my well, thing get yet. Get on with it then. Come on, time's a ticking. <laughs> so my my name would be James because that's my middle name. Original. Um, and I would prob. I was thinking of making sea monkeys. Sea monkeys die. <laughs> They die. Yeah, you know what we actually did one yeah. time. Monkeys are brine we, shrimp. You can't make them. That's nature. We we forgot we forgot about our sea monkeys, and then we fumigated the house. <laughs> Jesus! Yikes! You're a fucking murderer! Wow! Die, that's sea, sea monkeys, die. nature's sh- brine shrimp. Anyways, um, Josh, I am the king of the sea yeah. people. Please have a joke for us. I have a joke. Um, it was really hard to think of a joke based off this movie, so I just Googled one. That's right, we're getting the Googled jokes today. Uh, how does Christmas Day end? Don't know. With the letter Y. That's exactly what it's going to say. Fuck! <laughs> As in, why am I joke? still doing this? <laughs> Amy, please save us with a fun fact, please. Okay, so... Um... For Christmas to be officially classified as white, like as in snow, oh, racing. Oh. a single <laughs> snowflake needs to be observed falling in the 24 hours of the 25th of December on the rooftop of the Met Office HQ in London. Can't relate. <laughs> wow, really? Wait, wait. So it can't be a white Christmas if it's not seen in this yeah, particular place the, in London. That's the weather, pl- the that's weather the, office. The, the, the Bureau, the Bureau yeah, right. of Meteorology. Yeah, that's where Brownie is from Channel Bomb. Seven. <laughs> Lavinia Nixon lives Lavin- there, <laughs> hanging out with Jane Bunn. Oh, don't talk to me yeah. about bloody Jane. I was Jane about to Bunn. say Jane. Jane Bunn, we've got beef, man. I've also got beef with Koshi. So if you're Jane Bunn or Koshi, you oh, just hit me up at mailbag.com. I just realised something. What? The Rock was mentioned in this movie. He was! <laughs> Big Dwayne. <laughs> he All has right. yet to reply, though. Rocky, listen up, buddy. <laughs> I don't mean to lay the smack down on you, 
But please oh, reply to me. You have two days <laughs> left, mate. Come on. Please reply to but me. But please reply to me. And if you're Jane Bud or Koshi, hit me up. I'm telling you, I will. I want beef. I've got um, beef. So yes, if you are one of those, um, you can hit us up at uh, Christmas and no mailbag dot Christmas and chill <laughs> at gmail dot com. Uh, also hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at Christmas and Jill Podcast. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcast, please give us a five star review. Come on, you know you want to. It's good. It's good, right? We'll eat Polly Pocket clothes if you do. <laughs> yeah, Maddie will eat clothes. Luke will drink gravy. It'll be fun. Um, and no. Maddie still needs to eat that branch. Well, that's well, only the if the rock hasn't replied yet. The so. rock comes back. So <laughs> and Josh needs to eat his honey, his honey pancakes. Or the syrup Wait, what? Uh, what? Syrup, sa- syrup spaghetti. Sorry, from Elf. <laughs> what the Wait, fuck? what? When was this decided? <laughs> you you were talking about it, and we were were talking about... No. You guys were talking about the fact whether or not when uh, Will Ferrell makes the... I think it's yeah, the syrup spaghetti. Yeah, we said we'd like to do an episode on that. It wasn't promised. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever said It was never mentioned, it. actually. Well, everybody's going to eat something on this podcast. No. 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 Sorry. <laughs> no. Um... Now, guys, tomorrow, it's my final pick of the season. Oh, geez. Santa with muscles. No, you actually picked Love Actually as well. Oh, I did too, didn't I? <laughs> Wait, yeah. were the last three movies in a row my movies? <laughs> yeah, I did think I so. Did I pick The Night Before? No, oh, did I you? picked The Night Before. Did you? Yeah, because I've never seen it before. But I had, so I thought I'd picked it. Oh, well, maybe you have. Teamwork. Well, okay. Then I've picked the last two movies. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I would really urge you to get a good night's sleep. Rest up. Because tomorrow's movie, from all accounts, is going to be the worst movie that we have watched on this podcast. Oh, no. Now, I need to preface something. Luke, you need to take this with a grain of salt. This is not going to be a good movie. <laughs> oh, we no. don't have to analyse the movie. <laughs> no, I I know from the title alone. Anyway. No, 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 no. From the title alone, I know this is going to be a bad movie. How dare you? The, the title is perfect. <laughs> no, I mean, from I'm not meaning bad I'm as in, like, just the worst movie ever. I'm thinking it's going to be bad since it's going to be a bad but good movie. He's going to rate it 1 out of 10. He could maybe That's even okay. rate it We're all going to rate it 1 out of 10, I think. <laughs> Move aside, last Christmas. There's a new number one in 10. <laughs> 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 and on that note, we will catch you tomorrow for the best podcast of the season. Um, even though it's missing the favourite, apparently. Oh, I'll miss you, Amy. <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya.